Hey, hey, hey. It's uh, Talk Comics to Meek time. This is the comic book bone zone. This is number 12. 13. 13? Number 13. Lucky number 13. Uh, We're here today. I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather Hadfield. We're here today to talk about comic books. (laughs) It'll be a be a wondrous experience experience for everybody involved Heather you can take it away all right I'm just gonna talk I start talking about these comics okay so first I have uh children of the black sun this is issue number four um the black sun is coming back and everyone's kind mm-hmm. of losing their minds in the neighborhood all the parents of the normal kids um, are banding together so they can hunt down the children of the Black Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this issue was so wild. Um, there's a the two older children. They are doing like some weird, some weird stuff, like really gross weird stuff. Um, I'm gonna show you <laughs> because. I I'm not understanding exactly what he's doing to her, but he's impregnating her with something. It's crazy because she's like laying down on this picnic table, telling her, telling him how much she hates him, and then he's like, "Here, let me do it," and he like goes down and just puts something inside of her. Anyway, that's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, they're kind of crazy. So they are convincing the two, like, little kids um, about what they're, like, supposed to be doing as, like, children of the Black Sun. Because, you know, they're they're bad. They're bad kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but they take them down to this bunker where all of the scientists and stuff have been, who have been, like, investigating them this entire time and, like, watching them grow. Okay. All that kind of stuff. Um but yeah, the, the Black Sun is back, and this page is so cool. Oh, yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, the art in the book, the book is, like, wasn't bad. It was just, like, I have so was reading so much and just, like, could not keep up with it. Yeah, and this, I'm not, I don't know how many issues this is going to be, if it's, like, going to continue, like, mm-hmm. after this first story arc, because it does say to be continued. I know there's one more issue of, like, this story so I'm not sure if there's going to be more I hope there is because it's like it's getting really interesting not yeah. that it wasn't before because I I did like it a lot before but now it's just like oh okay so this is like the third black sun and everyone is losing their minds so it's cool to be able to like see it happening yeah like when we were told about it beforehand I don't know. I'm excited to see what the egg is that he just planted inside that girl. <laughs> just like right out of his mouth. Just like yeah. weird black egg. It, was gross. it looks like the black sun. He was just shoving it in. Yeah. yeah. It was gross. <laughs> All right. Um, so I have a few books to talk about right now. Um, first, I have The Great British Bump Off. This is issue number one. Uh, this is by John Allison and Max Sarin. Um, Sammy Boras does the uh, colors, I believe. And Jim Campbell does the letters. But this is, you know, with 
I guess the Great British Bake Off with a murder mystery tie in there. Ooh, that sounds um, cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like the art is very, very, very cute. Um, that was a <laughs> yeah, that's great. Very huge thing about it. Just like looked adorable. It was very chaotic. It was just like a lot of stuff happening at once. But I had fun. But I just special ordered that, and I probably won't like keep it on my profile. Not because I didn't like it, but because it was just like yeah, a lot at once. Yeah, I think it that's was fair. Yeah, it was just kind of like an overloading comic. It's like my main character is like really bouncy, which is fine. It was just like, yeah, it was fun. It was cute. Mm-hmm. Murder, murder, cakes. Murder. <laughs> cute, cute, <laughs> cute little main characters. Lot There's lots of them, too. So mm-hmm. kind of hard to keep a hold of okay. names. Um. So the next... I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Yusagi Yimbo, Yojimbo, I'm sorry. Um yeah, I can't I can't answer for this one. I was just like, eh, I think it'll be fun. Like see see what's up. Uh, see what the turtles are getting up to. <laughs> yeah, see what the turtles are getting up to. Get my first Yusagi book. Um Rabbits, turtles. Yeah. Yep, that if, sounds right. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then next I have Sandman Universe, Nightmare Country, The Glass House, issue number one. This is a just a continuation of the Nightmare Country uh story arc. This is just, I don't know how to describe what's happening. There's lots lots of stuff happening. It's a Sandman story. It's a Sandman story. You got, you got some evil guys. You got a, a club that's kind of like running hell, Grant's wishes. Lots of, lots of evil stuff. Uh, there there is sex in this book, but I don't know the art art in the book. Yeah. This book was is really good. Yeah, I like that art a lot. The colors are really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah, looks really good. The book is really good. I just feel like yeah, you know, just gotta start with the first story arc probably if you're gonna try to right pick, pick that up. <clears throat> that makes sense. And that's all I got. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So we have The Seasons Have Teeth. This is issue number one. This is a boom book. Uh, This is Dan Waters, uh, Sebastian Cabral, and Dan Jackson. Um, Did I get that right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Um, This is about a phenomenon that happens in... And uh, did I understand this right? It happens in this town or in this uh, like, district area. I th- I thought it seemingly it felt like it had happened like a worldwide thing. Yeah, but maybe okay. I guess maybe I guess I'm wrong. Well, I was just trying to uh, understand, but that's why they go to like a colder place. Anyway, 
whatever the case, uh, this is an event that takes place uh, when spring comes around. Spring it becomes like this living entity and takes over, essentially. So everyone kind of goes, like, leaves to go somewhere colder so that they can escape the season. Uh, but this man stays behind because he wants to capture it, essentially. He wants to see what it's all about. And that's without spoiling too much that's like what what happens <laughs> yeah i mean he relives some memories too yeah uh yeah i i really like this first issue it's just like it felt like it didn't like it gave me a lot without giving me a lot at the same time yeah i didn't i don't know uh the narration was a little uh stilted at points because it mm -hmm. was like okay now I'm walking okay now I'm here what am I seeing like it was fine like I didn't I did enjoy the idea of the story and I think it will be cool like once it gets moving and stuff but I don't know how I feel about the character yeah I get that that's fair kind of felt pretentious in his own way too yeah yeah, but I, I mean, it worked out for him, so. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's what you got to do. <laughs> okay, my turn? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I have Flawed. This is issue number six. Yes, this is the end of this story arc um, and the conclusion of this part of the story, which is usually what a story arc is. Um, so... <laughs> The main character is taking down the bad guy, which is the the skin walker. Um, she recruits like the cop and then another one of the assassins who originally in the beginning of the story was like hunting her. So they literally just work together to take down the skin walker. And that's, that's it. Right. I mean, there is a lot that happens in here, but essentially that's like mm -hmm. where this story is. And apparently, uh, where does it say that yeah there's going to be an, uh, another story arc i thought this was just going to be the end of the story but there's going to be another story arc whole new characters whole new baddie and stuff so if you liked this story and you want to read more you should probably stick around i personally am going to drop it i did like the story a lot i do want to say that i thought it was a really fun story but i just have a lot going on in my life right now <laughs> Yeah, I got a little gambit, little gambit on the way. Yeah, I was gonna say I've got a singleton. <laughs> <laughs> one singleton gambit. Yep, one little singleton. Uh oh, Heather just left. That's fine. Sorry, my cat was scratching on the door. It's it's, it's totally... closed doors. Okay. Don't we all? Yeah, you know, I do too, actually. He probably gets it from me. <laughs> uh, okay, so then I have, this is Vault Double Fe double Night Double, double Feature, feature nightfall. nightfall. Yeah, that's a <laughs> weird way to put the title. Anyway, mm -hmm. this book's, I let's call it Nightfall. Mm -hmm. It's called Nightfall. And this book, there are two stories. Uh, one of them is the Cementarians and the other one is uh, Denizen. And I can't remember which order they're in. Yes. The Cemeterians is a story about 
The whole world is turned into bones. Ooh. Bones. I did drop that. I forgot that was this week. Uh, so, yeah, there's just been, you know, things have been turning into bones. But now, like, the world is, like, cracking just because, like, the, you know, there's just bodies and shit buried mm-hmm. everywhere. So it's just, like, bone city, bone town. And these bones have been like forming this weird thing that now wants to escape. Well, that's that story. That sounds really cool. Skeletization is what they call it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I really like the art a lot. Oh yeah, that's cool. Um, The story is like interesting and all right. I like, I think I like the second story more, Denizen. Because it's just like a family, it's like a stepdad and a mother and her like two daughters. And they're like on a camping trip and some possession type stuff happens. And the art and yeah, the art in this is just fucking really good. Super good. Who does the art in that one? Uh, Christian. Who did uh, Autumnal. Okay, that's why it looked familiar. Sorry, yeah. no one wants to be a part of this. No, that's totally fine. Uh, yeah, this like scene, like this face. I feel like yeah. you would like that face. These faces are just the shading on that is so good. Yeah, I know. It's just like the the book looks like, but not like the art is just like phenomenal in this. And the story is just like I don't know. It's fairly simple, but it's like really intriguing. I think the first like story, I like it, but it's a little like. There just feels like there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. It's <laughs> just like staring straight up. What's happening he's over there? I've never done this before. I don't know what he's doing. Is there a ghost in there? <laughs> he's looking at a picture of Lizzie. <laughs> uh, I wish I wish we could see. Okay. Oh my god, he's so weird. Get down. <laughs> uh, are you ready? Is it? It's Ooh. us together, right? Yes. Sorry, that like made me cry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It was just like <laughs> he's never done it for that long. <laughs> All right. So, so, so next we have Phantom Road. This is issue number two. This is a book by Jeff Lemire uh, and Gabriel Walta does the art and Jordi Beller does the colors this is a story about mush people yeah it's like a weird (laughs) that's that's a good way to put it it's like a weird mirror land where the people are mush Mm -hmm. mashed potato people is Uh, yeah what they look like (laughs) yeah they do look like mashed potato people yes yeah so they are in some, yeah, mirror world where the real people look like mashed potato people. They're trying to deliver one of the mashed potato people somewhere. <laughs> they come across a guy in a Hawaiian shirt. He's and I gotta, chilling. Yeah, and I gotta say, I don't feel like if I was in this situation and I was this truck driver guy, I know I've been through a lot of stress, but I, I think I'm gonna like at least take the hospitality of the man in the Hawaiian shirt. 
the the Hawaiian shirt's a little disarming, so maybe I shouldn't trust the man in the Hawaiian shirt. Well, he put it on to put you at ease. Because yeah, he's it, nice and chill, so why wouldn't you? <laughs> it just see, that seems like a that seems like a trick. It seems like a trick. So you know what? I take that back. If I was that that truck driver guy, I would not trust the man in the the Hawaiian shirt. I wouldn't for the mere fact of like he's just drinking coffee by himself in this weird mush land and he's like let me tell you what's going on how do i know you're not the one who's doing this you're just drinking everyone i I would at least like some answers even if you know it's like putting me on some sort of weird puzzle quest at least Mm -hmm. i have like some bearing i would for sure hear him out because i would want to know what he was saying and then I would pour the salt in his coffee, and then I would leave. <laughs> That's actually not a bad plan. No. Because you, you, gotta, you gotta, like, have some sort of idea. You can't just, like, walk into this world and be like, Hawaiian shirt guy, I don't trust him. I'm not going to listen to him at all. Like, there's a reason why he's there, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's how stories work. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Otherwise... I don't know. I guess you can move the plot around other like other ways, but you're gonna have to have confusing. You're gonna have to have some guy somewhere. Yeah. And he always has to have a Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Take it from us, the writers extraordinaire. Yeah, I mean, I just when I was wearing my Hawaiian shirt, it was because I wanted to feel at ease as well, you know. I wanted people to think I was like super chill and not just stressing all the time. Oh, you know what you should do? You should, I'm sorry. And this is just for our audience as well. I have all those Hawaiian shirts from Dave in the past. Mm-hmm. And now that you're you're pregnant, you could you could just rock those. You're right. They would fit me. I do yeah. have several that were like way too big. I'm going to try them on now. I'm going to try. But, but we're going to like gonna... I would just look like homer simpson when he gained all that weight <laughs> it's a it's a cool mom look it's the new cool mom look yeah you're right i'll try it <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on i will talk about uh this is all against all this is issue number five this is the last issue um this is a really good story i think i would like to read it all at once um yeah the ardent colors once again are just out of this world just weird sci-fi shit but really interesting that's all i got because it's like you know end of the story Mm -hmm. okay okay are you ready i am ready okay uh little monsters this is issue number 12 Mm-hmm. Uh we we were we were calling it pretty right knowing it was gonna end soon. Yeah, no, um, and I actually really like how this is ending. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of uh kids getting killed, you know, and like really weird booby traps. Um, but it's all you know, it's all coming together, you know. You got the vampires, you got the humans. Are they gonna live or are they gonna die? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I the end of this issue was like a 
I don't know. It was a bummer, but I I really like this story. If you know it's fully concluded by the next issue, I I feel like it was a worthwhile read. I know for a while there, I was like not very sure, but as we're getting to the conclusion as like a whole, I've really really liked it. I I feel like it would like be a better book, like read like trade wise, just I guess for that reason alone. Yeah, yeah, because I know we've talked about this every time we get this book, but like that first story arc moved kind of strangely mm-hmm. and then giving all of the backgrounds and stuff. So I do agree with that. I think it would be better read as a trade, but it is it is a really good story. Yeah, it just like moves oddly slow for like a book that's like 12 issues, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, ready? Yes. Okay, got Nature's Labyrinth. This is issue number five. This also this book has does not move slow. <laughs> no, and this has one more issue to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just like I love I love this book so much. It is a lot of fun because you get like the really unhinged characters, but like the main character that you follow is like the least unhinged. Yeah, and I I think it's funny to see it from that perspective because they're all just like out there killing each other and she's like all right I just got to make it to the end you know yeah I just I love the, yeah the hyper violence in this is just like so ludicrous um the idea of like this maze and then like the way it opens up for you to learn about like kind of who's running it but not like really at all mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know I've just had a lot of fun with this book. I'm really glad I got it yeah it ended up being way more fun than I thought it was going to be even though that first issue was also just a very good introduction and I'm glad that this is only going to be like six issues because for this type of story it just moves so fast yeah and you don't really need like any more than that Mm -mm. they got in killed people got out you know (laughs) that's all you need okay you ready yes okay uh, so next we have Friar. This is issue number four. This is, I guess, the last issue of this story arc. It was originally solicited as a four-issue mini, but it does say that it will be continued. Mm-hmm. Um, and this just f- finishes up Briar Rose's story and the story of her friends, and it's really where it. the journey took her. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really love the art in this book a lot. Like mm-hmm. art was a like huge selling point for me. I think it's part of the reason I kept like reading it. The story was also like good too. It just I don't know. I don't feel like it hooked me in as like well as it really could have. No, I think like if it had only been four issues, like if this was it, like it it would have been fine, you know. Mm-hmm. But now that it's like continuing, I'm just I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah but it was yeah I do agree with you the art was probably my favorite part about it other than like the the twisting of the fairy tale I thought that was Mm -hmm. very interesting but yeah the art in it the colors were really really good don't have any complaints there all right last book wait oh wait I have one more book I forgot that you're not getting I have Chroma. Oh, shoot. Do you want to talk about that one real quick? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. 
I'm sorry. I forgot about it too. Uh, so I have Chroma. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was done. I I also I I don't know how to tell you break this to you. I also thought it was done. <laughs> there was one more issue, issue number four, and I knew it was four issues, so I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was only three. Huh. No. Okay. So yeah, four fourth issue. We're done. Yeah, when I saw this solicited, I was like, I'm pretty sure I read this already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I, I ordered the trade for that. And I opened it and I was like, oh no, I actually, this is a new issue. I haven't yeah. read this any. Uh, but yeah, this just like, this wraps up the story. I I really liked how it wrapped up. Um, it was a little like... It was pretty emotional. You get lots of like reveal stuff. Um, art, art is great. Art is just like phenomenal. Just yeah, I think it was a worthwhile little tale. Mm -hmm. Like part of me, part of me wants more because it was just like so intriguing. But I feel like that, like also that, like those four issues alone are fine. Mm -hmm. And then like I just. I don't know if I'd want more because I don't know. I don't know if there'd be in like the necessity, like there is like need to build upon the world more, but it isn't necessary. You know, like yeah. you can kind of like make your own like assumptions about the world and how like they give you kind of like points about like how they got to the way they are. So, mm -hmm. you know, you have little pieces of it. I don't know if you really need the whole thing, but I love stories like that. I think that is like a really well told story is like you have all this world and you can build more if you'd like to, but what you get is like plenty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel like any aspect of the world to me, like wasn't like fleshed out enough for me to like need it, need more, but mm -hmm. oh, just good, good, solid story. Really liked it. Good. Um, okay, yeah, so now so now our last book. Now we have it. <laughs> Barbaric. This is issue number three. Uh, there is one more issue of this left. Yeah, I was like, I was pleasantly surprised by that because normally they only do three issues, but this story arc, they're doing four. This is Hell mm -hmm. to Pay. Um, there's a new person that is introduced and her name is Sarah. She is Soren's mentor. Yes, mentor. Taught her everything she knows. Uh, so there's a little duel that happens there. They try to figure out where exactly she is on the like good to bad scale. And then Owen and Dreadheart are on a quest. And that dealer makes an appearance in here. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> that's really funny. Damn. Okay. Yeah open the page and I was like that that's just death dealer that's death dealer he looks I, I I know I know what death dealer looks like yeah he, man he, the art in this book is so good I cannot say enough good things about like how much I love this story and how good everything looks mm -hmm. and the colors just what a pleasant story it's a lot of fun and it was definitely like worth the read for sure and I don't know there's no reason to drop it because each each issue is just like little fun little fun nugget yeah if they just keep doing like these little short series for the rest of my life I would be okay like if 
there are zero people reading this book, it's because I'm dead. Like, I will always read this book. <laughs> Is it like the the meme where it's like, if there's 10 fans of Barbaric, I'm one. If there's one fan of Barbaric, I'm like, I'm the only one left. Yes, yes. And if there are no fans of Barbaric, I'm dead. I'm dead, yes. 100%. Because that's how much I love that story. It's just a lot of fun. And I, I have not been let down by a single issue yet. Like, it's mm-hmm. just consistently good. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it, it is a great book. It's really good. It's just really, really funny to think about. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's all the books we've got. Um, so go support your local comic book stores, buy some comics, go support your local libraries and use, use them to your advantage. Um, take care of your friends, one another. Heather, what do you got? Um, just another reminder, free comic book day is coming up. So, uh, keep an eye out. (laughs) It's the first Saturday of May, correct? Yeah, so I, I don't I know believe, why I always get that wrong. I've known that for like seven years now, and I just keep messing it up. I believe it is May sixth. Okay, which I have put on a like a, a flyer, so I should definitely make sure that's correct. But mm-hmm. I am like ninety nine percent sure it is May sixth. That um, sounds right. I feel like w- that was what Wendy had said. So, so yeah, don't don't steal comics from your local comic <laughs> shops. Just mm-hmm, take- don't do that. <laughs> Take take the free ones like we told you last week. Do do it that way. Um, yeah, be nice to the people who work there during that day. You know, it's a busy day. It can be stressful. It can be a lot. Be patient too, especially for smaller stores. There's not enough room to like move around. Just be patient. Everyone will move. You know, you'll get to where you need to go. Just <laughs> slow down a little bit uh all right yeah so that's it for reals <laughs> and uh <laughs> we appreciate you listening to us bless you um thank you we'll see you on the flippity flip <laughs> the next bone zone and the next but we'll see you in the next bone zone <laughs> it's our new outro yeah Oh, that's a good one. We did really good. Yeah, that was that was quick. <laughs>